Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today. You know, it's so good to, just to give thanks unto the Lord. And why don't we just do that even as we begin this marvelous time of having a devotion time with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we do thank you. We thank you for how you've given us your word. We thank you for your grace this day. And that you ask, that we ask that you might bless our time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Here we have in Psalm 119, verse 159, where the psalmist says to the Lord, Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness. Once again, he's asking the Lord to bring him back to life. He's feeling probably drained or feeling empty, and, and he knows that the Lord has the keys to life. And that's a marvelous thing for us to know this day, is that our Lord and Savior, he's the one that's able to help us, to strengthen us, to bring joy, to bring peace, the fruit of the Holy Spirit within our lives. And, and so he's asking, he says, Lord, would you please bring me back to life? I'm in despair, and I'm feeling, you know, not very good about things right now. And he says, according to thy loving kindness. As the psalmist knew the real nature and the makeup of our God, how our God is truly, truly a God of love, of God of compassion, of God of mercy. In this case, he says, a God of loving kindness. What a beautiful two words to put together in one, being a love and then kindness. Love is, is really, it's hard even to be able to describe other than saying the person of Jesus Christ and kindness is the heart of God in action. And so he's saying, Lord, quicken me, bring me back to life according to thy loving kindness. But first of all, he says, consider how I love thy precepts. In one sense, it's almost sounds like he's bragging. Look at me, all the things that I've done. But rather, I think it's a, a point of desperation, a, def, a time where he was asking God to look at him and just to consider well, we have a story similar to this out of Second Kings. The Syrians were surrounding the nation. It seems like they're against all odds that they were going to be wiped out. The king was Hezekiah, the enemy that was Sennacherib. And he came with 185,000 of his troops, and he was ready to completely to wipe out Jerusalem as he encamped round about Jerusalem. But then it tells us how the Lord came. And it says, And it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote the camp of the Syrians, and a hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. So once again, we're seeing how God is able to do the impossible, to do the things that we cannot do for ourselves. And so it tells us that Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and went and returned and dwelt in Nineveh. And it came to pass, as he was worshiping in the house of Nisrosh, his god, that his sons smote him with a sword, and they escaped into the land, and they were gone. And so we here we see the end of the threat. I think Hezekiah was probably feeling all right. Probably had that sense like everything's going to be okay. But then it goes on in chapter 20. It says, In those days was Hezekiah sick unto his death. Or really, bedridden. He was sick 
ready to die. You know, you never ever know what might happen to our life. One day we might experience victory. The next day, feeling defeat, feeling discouragement. We could get a letter in the mail. We could get, a, in this case, a, a word from the doctor to Hezekiah saying, hey, it's time for you to die. You're not going to recover from this. He says, thus says the Lord, set thy house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. And so here he was, Hezekiah, getting word, getting direct words from the Lord and says, it's time to set your house in order. And he turned his face to the wall and he prayed unto the Lord, saying, and his picture is he's in bed. Maybe he had his attendants around him. But when he got the word from the prophet as he spoke to him, that he simply probably just rolled over, didn't want to see anybody, realizing this news that his life was going to be ended. And it tells us in verse 3, he says, I beseech thee, O Lord. He's talking now, praying to the Lord. Remember now how I walk before thee in truth with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. Similar to our verse, consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me according to thy loving kindness. And yet we see that it wasn't just words to Hezekiah. It was, he was talking to the Lord he said, and the tears were running down from his eyes because he probably felt that he wanted to do more things to help. And then he says, and it came to pass afore as Isaiah was gone, and, and into the middle court, and the word of the Lord came to him, saying, See, Hezekiah had been speaking to, to, to uh, has, has been te teaching and speaking to Hezekiah about his death. Isaiah had been. And so he had left the room where he had left his friend Hezekiah there. And he was in the middle court, otherwise he's probably just leaving the the temple, re, uh, leaving the area. And the word of the Lord came to him. And he said, turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David, thy father, I have heard thy prayer and have seen thy tears. Behold, I will hear thee. On the third day thou shalt go up unto the house of the Lord. And I will add unto thy days fifteen years. And I will deliver thee in, in this city out of my hand of the Assyrians. And I will defend this city for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. And Isaiah said, Take a lump of figs. And they took it and laid it on a boil, and he recovered. And so here we see this beautiful story of the loving kindness being extended to Hezekiah's life. As he prayed, as he poured out his heart to the Lord and it just simply told him his feelings and what he was going through his mind. And I think it's so important that prayer doesn't just become what you might think is rope, otherwise just from repetition, but rather it flows from our heart. That we tell him what's going on. As he saw that his life was extended for 15 years because God's marvelous, marvelous touch. In verse 8 it says, And Hezekiah said unto Isaiah, What shall be the sign that the Lord will heal me, that I shall go up in the house of the Lord the third day? And Isaiah said, The, shi the, the sign shall 
thou have of the Lord, that thou will do the things that he has spoken, shall the shadow go forward ten degrees and go back ten degrees. And Hezekiah's answer, it is a light thing for a shadow to go down ten degrees. Nay, but the shadow to return backwards ten degrees. And Isaiah the prophet cried unto the Lord, and he brought the shadow ten degrees and backwards, and he brought it again. And so the story is just marvelous, isn't it? But really what it did is started and ended in prayer. How God moved, and God saw his heart, and he was touched. The other night at church, we had just come come out, and we have some of the folks who are ill and needed prayers. They're getting ready to go in for some surgery and whatever. There's things going on. As a friend of mine and I were walking out of the church, and and as he's looking at a bunch of the ladies standing in the parking lot all around in a circle praying, praying for the needs that are, are pressing around us. And as they were praying, my friend said to me, he says, you know, this is the most powerful thing on the face of the earth, far more powerful than a tank or bomb or anything that you can imagine is when men and women call upon the Lord. And I, too, agree with that. As we finish up here today in verse 159, we simply read, Consider how I love thy precepts. Quicken me, O Lord, according to thy loving kindness." Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.